0: Somewhere Out There You by Nancy Harris Audio Description Program Notes for the Matinee Performance in the Abbey Theatre Saturday 28th October 2023 at 2pm Welcome to the Audio Description Introduction to Somewhere Out There You by Nancy Harris and directed by Wayne Jordan. Set design is by Mary Cairns with costume design by Catherine Fay and lighting design by Sinead McKenna. The composer, sound designer and musical director is Sinead Diskin. The movement director is Paula O'Reilly. The performance runs for approximately 2 hours and 45 minutes, including one 15-minute interval. Please note, this performance contains shimmering flashing lights from a curtain on stage, which will affect people with photosensitive epilepsy in the same way as strobe or flashing lights. About the play. Casey's new boyfriend, Brett, is handsome, romantic and devoted. For once in her life, Casey is in a relationship with a man who attends to her every whim and desire. But far from celebrating this new love, Casey's family is concerned. When her suspicious sister, Cynthia, starts digging into Brett's past, she threatens to take away the one good thing that's ever happened to Casey. Somewhere out there you... Nancy Harris's dazzling world premiere is a romantic comedy with a twist, playfully unravelling the love stories we weave for ourselves and inviting us to question what compels us to tell them in the first place. Somewhere Out There You premiered as part of the Dublin Theatre Festival. About the set. When we enter the auditorium, the stage before us is completely bare. No black curtains at the side... No backdrop, just exposed bricks and a piano right at the back painted pale blue with a standard lamp alongside it, without a lampshade. The floor of the stage is covered in wide wooden boards painted a dusty blue. In the centre there is a circular disc set into the floor made of the same blue floorboards which can revolve. The wings The dark spaces on either side of the stage are full of props tables and bits of set, all of which are on casters and can be wheeled on and off stage in the blink of an eye. Throughout the performance, the ensemble, the main cast and the stage management team, who are dressed in black, work together to create a brand new location. It is as though the play is being invented in front of us as they go along, grabbing whatever is needed for the next scene. In Casey's flat, a large pinkish-red corner sofa with a matching footstool is wheeled in as well as a low coffee table. Later, a sleek pink kitchen is wheeled in with pink cupboards, a marble top, sink and a set of bookshelves with cookery books and houseplants. We also go to the garden outside her flat where a washing line is lowered down from the roof as Casey hangs out some clothes. There is an office, a bit like a therapist's office. There are two armchairs facing each other but placed far apart on opposite sides of the stage. They are in the 1950s style. The armchair on the left has a matching side table next to it with files on it and a potted plant. Two of the characters in the play, Brett and Casey, take romantic strolls together, first through Dublin and later Paris. These locations are conjured up in a comical and slightly musical-style way by the ensemble wheeling in cardboard cutouts of the spire or the pool-beg striped chimneys and swirling them around the stage. In Paris, the Arc de Triomphe is wheeled in, along with the Eiffel Tower and little wooden carts selling patisseries, baguettes and macarons. Sometimes the stage is simply a location for phone calls, where actors stand in individual spotlights, talking to each other on smartphones. All of these locations are framed by a magnificent, sparkling foil ribbon curtain, which is lowered onto the stage after the first scene, hanging at the back wall and on the sides. Each foil ribbon is a different colour of the rainbow, and they shimmer as they sway gently in the breeze. They give the sense of the whole performance being a bit like a game show, while giving a comic lift in serious moments when characters storm off in a rage. Instead of slamming doors, the foil ribbons gently billow around them and rustle quietly for a moment or two. About the cast and costumes. Casey, a woman in her early thirties, is played by Emer Keating. She is smiley and positive and has blonde, shoulder length, straight hair with a short, neat fringe. Casey is a little timid and nervous. She doesn't wear much makeup and likes to wear colorful, more bohemian style clothing. Casey wears an array of light floral dresses over the performance an orange summer dress, then later a pink one with print of large roses. Later still, a peach long pleated skirt with a mustard yellow jacket and floral blouse. She mostly wears pinkish red high heels, but sometimes a pair of flat brown leather loafers as well. Cynthia, her sister, is played by Danielle Galligan. A little taller than Casey, with long blonde blow dried hair, Cynthia wears eye makeup and lipstick, stands taller and more self assured than her sister. Cynthia's clothes are a little more tailored a teal fitted dress with a black belt cinching in her waist or a bright red business suit always paired with very high heels even when dressing casually she appears to be styled impeccably with a purple shirt open at the neck rolled up sleeves and pale lilac wide leg chinos with cream heels their mother pauline is played by lisanne mclaughlin pauline's style aligns more with cynthia than with casey Pauline is in her late fifties with blonde blow-dried shoulder-length hair pinned with a bump at the front. She tends to wear fitted dresses to just below the knee with formal jackets over them. She first appears wearing a cobalt blue fitted dress very similar to Cynthia's and in general tends to wear clothes in blues and silvers. Their father, Alan, is played by Enda Oates. A quiet, unfussy man, also in his later 50s, Alan is trim with grey receding hair and a silver goatee beard. He mostly dresses casually in chinos with a variety of neatly ironed polo shirts. At one point he takes a call at work where he wears a hard hat, high vis jacket and brown steel-capped boots. Casey's new love interest, Brett, is played by Cameron Cuff. Brett is tall and slightly tanned, with thick, dark brown hair with a side parting and always neatly combed. He is fresh-faced, with sparkling brown eyes. He speaks with an American accent. Brett tends to wear the same kind of clothes throughout the show. Blue jeans turned up at the hem, an array of knitted polo shirts with a vaguely 1950s style to them, and a brown suede jacket. There is something of James Dean in the way he carries himself, a gentle swagger, a self-confidence. Cynthia's husband, Eric, is played by Paul Reed, A very tall man with fair hair and a slight goatee beard, Eric has little of the self-confidence shown by Brett. He tends to stoop a little, nodding or bowing his head and smiling very broadly, as if he were a little too eager to please. Eric wears chinos or dark jeans with plain casual shirts or check shirts and brown leather shoes. Gareth, a school principal, is played by O'D. He has neat fair hair in a side parting and has gold-rimmed reading glasses. Gareth wears a brown tweed jacket, cream-patterned shirt, striped tie and brown trousers and shoes. He is friendly but firm. Marcus, a schoolboy, is about ten years old. He has dark brown hair and wears his school uniform, blue wool jumper, white shirt, striped tie, grey trousers and black shoes. He is a bit sullen and is mostly frowning or looking at the floor. The role of Marcus is shared by Oscar Clancy and Harley Cullen Walsh on alternate shows. Karen, Marcus's mother, is played by Kate Stanley Brennan. She has long brown hair and wears a lilac fluffy jumper over a pink leather skirt and patterned tights with black heeled ankle boots and a blue cotton jacket. She carries an oversized red handbag. The same actor also plays Tess. As Tess, she has short brown curly hair and wears round glasses with a green frame. Tess tends to wear brightly coloured outfits like her mint green jacket and short skirt suit or a salmon pink woolen dress always accessorised with a flouncy scarf tied in a bow and high heels in lilac. She walks with her feet taking small hurried steps. Sebastian, a man in his late 60s, is played by Stephen Brennan. He has white hair in a side parting and likes to dress in pastel shades. He first appears wearing a pale pink shirt, untucked, and pale pink cotton trousers, with cream and brown leather brogues. Later, he adds a salmon pink suit jacket with a colorful silk handkerchief tucked into the breast pocket. He is confident and debonair and moves his hands with theatrical flourish. An ensemble cast, including Don Rodi, Ashling O'Mara, Teddy Moore, and Jess Kavanagh, play a variety of roles throughout the evening, including the crowds in Brett and Casey's walks through Dublin and Paris, and waiters. Throughout the performance, members of the ensemble head to the microphone at the back of the stage to perform sound effects, like phones ringing and doorbells. A singer, Jess Cavanagh, often appears at this mic too, to provide atmospheric music and romantic songs. The ensemble all wear colourful outfits that help conjure up a given scene, like people out for a jog on the streets of Dublin, or dressing like mimes or bakers or wearing stripy tops for the Paris scene. That concludes the audio description introduction for Somewhere Out There You. It was prepared by me, Bridney Rugon, who will also provide audio description for this performance. A touch tour will also be held before the performance, gathering front of house at 1215 Audio description at the Abbey Theatre is provided in association with Arts and Disability Ireland with support from the Arts Council. For updates about audio described and captioned performances, text ACCESS ARTS to 51444 or head to www.adiarts.ie for more information. Thank you. Goeraith Mahagriff.